is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Blowing out of the backfield, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. Welcome live from the SWBC Mortgage Living Room in Frisco, yeah. Texas. The Let's second go. installment of the 2020 season of Hanging with the Boys. I'm joined by Nate Newton, Jesse Holly, Kurt Daniels. I am Shannon Gross, yes, and we will be broadcasting in your space for the next 45 minutes talking a little Cowboys Rams football is back we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Cowboys offense Rams defense but a little bit of somewhat breaking news I don't know if it's exciting news but I think it's got some implications I want to get y'all's feedback on it is uh, Zach Martin restructured his contract the news came out this morning and uh, there's some reports out there that it's to free up some space for Dak. I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on that. Kurt, you, you, why would you do that this early if you can't really sign Dak till next year? Is this kind of sending a message that, hey, we're working? Or is what do you think this is? Yeah, maybe so. I mean, it's, it's good. You, I think it's normal. I, I'm sure, you know, restructuring guys' contracts is everyday business now. So... Probably no surprise that it was going to happen with Martin at some point. So, yeah, I, I guess they're just trying to get their ducks in a row, get stuff out of the way. So there was some. There's been, you know, as soon as this happens, everybody thinks, oh, they're going to sign a certain safety, and here we go. But now they, they, uh, the reports this morning said, now they're just freeing up space for Dak. So, um, kind of wish they had done this maybe earlier in this year and gotten this whole contract <laughs> out of the way. But oh well, it is what it is. What do you guys think, Jesse, Nate? Nate? Well, uh, I, I refuse to even worry about why they, they freed it up. it, it got to be some reason, whether it's short-term or long-term, why they freed it up. But the, the, issue, I, the issue I have here, man, is uh, uh, this, this contract with Dak, since, we, since that's what everybody's thinking, uh, it, it's only going up. It's, it's only going up, so and, uh, I don't want to get involved in that. So I, I know why Jesse wait to go last because he's fit to go at it. <laughs> no. Have it all, Jesse. No. Have it all, my friend. No, no I, just, I just think it's a, it's a two-part deal. I think, yes, they're trying to scrounge up some change uh, to put in their bank for the contract for Dak. But also, you have to remember, uh, I think they're also, and I'm not saying a specific safety, I'm saying players in general. After week one of the season, you can sign veteran guys and their contracts aren't guaranteed for the year. See, if you have a veteran guy on your roster week one, his contract is guaranteed that entire year. So there still may be some guys out there that they might want to go and look at and might want to go kick the tires on. And they're going to need some money to be able to maybe sign those guys after week one. Now, it doesn't make their contracts guaranteed, but a lot of times you'll have these contracts where you come in really low and have a lot of incentive that they may have to be able to reach throughout the season, and you got to make sure you got a little cash in the bank to uh, to cover those checks that you're going to write. 
Je- you know, hey, Jesse, Jesse, you cheating on us? Why, why are you all dressed up? What you got a collared shirt and sleeves <laughs> on for today? No hats? Well, What's uh, going on? You know, unlike you guys, man, you know, I am the one who actually has a job and has <laughs> to do work. And so as the director of athletics over here at Kingdom Collegiate Academy, uh, we started back school on Tuesday. So I'm sitting in my office doing this show. Oh, okay. Okay, that's, that's, but you know, it's amazing how this safety continues to pop up that nobody will call his name. (laughs) And, uh, I don't know why we're hiding it. Everybody knows who it is. Brother, uh, at this point in time, I I would not sign this safety. And, uh, because he's not going to come cheap. And even if we try to wait a week and not, deal with guaranteed monies he's not he's still not gonna come cheap and do you want to deal with that but there's also a telltale sign in this that not only are we not in a rush to sign him nobody nobody's in the rush to sign like (laughs) nobody like if he was as hot as everyone wants him to be and he is the the next best thing since sliced bread there are 31 other teams in this league that are saying nah we good and if, if you're telling me his talent is supposed to be this supreme and this high, there, there is some deeper stuff with this player that other teams are seeing the same thing and just saying, because they're not giving up anything either. They're Thank not saying, you. hey, let's go give you, you know, extra this, extra that. So if, you're, if he's that good of a talent, why is no one else rushing to sign him? Like that should be for all the fans that are listening. And we do appreciate you all for listening. Sometimes just take a moment, take a chill pill and think about this. 31 other football teams in the National Football League are not touching this dude right now. And maybe maybe because they want to wait a week or whatever, but most teams will be like, you know what, if he's that good, we're going to jump into this thing right now before someone else gets him, whether it be our division, whether it be a rival, whether it be something we, you know, we want to compete against. But no other team in the league right now has jumped into the ET boat to bring him on. That's a good point. So good point. Talk, talking about, uh, you know, freeing up this money for Dak, um, kind of getting into our offense now. The, one of the writers for uh, Pro Football Focus says Dak's an MVP contender this year. What do you Whoa. guys think? You think, you, think, uh, you think this is a kid that's getting ready to really explode? And finally, we've been talking for two years about him taking control of this team. Think this is going to be it? We're going to start seeing this come Sunday? Nate, Jesse, let me, before y'all answer, let me ask you this. Is this, I think we all have an opinion whether Dak is this or whether he's that or whether he's poised to be this or whether it's been the system or whether it's been this, that, or the other. Is this the year that you find out Dak is what he is this year? Like, is this the telltale year that whatever he does this year, this is what you can expect the rest of his career? Or, or are we still going to be in limbo saying, well, he was in a – a new system, he's got a new coach, he's got this, that, and the other. What, what are your opinions on that? Yeah, I, I think this is the year. Uh, I, to me, there, there are no excuses because your offense doesn't change for you, Dak. Um, you know, if anything, it gets a little bit more wide open. The, the terminology is, to, they, they've, Mike McCarthy has come in and adjusted to everything that was already here so that that could have the, the luxury of not having to learn new verbiage and new language and new plays and all that kind of stuff. Yes, he's adding his own little wrinkle to certain things, 
but Mike is doing more of the bending than Dak is having to do the bending. And, and my goodness, you can't have any more weapons than this. You have three potential thousand yard receivers. You have a top three running back in the league. You have, you know, one of the budding tight ends in the league. You can't, you literally can't ask for anything else. Barring injury, serious injury to his person, you can't ask for anything, any, anything else for Dak to do. And if, if what you see this year, I think this is going to be the Dak that you see for the rest of his career. You know, you know, give or you know, give or take a few things, but this is what you're gonna get. Man, Dak is already a top uh, ten quarterback, top twelve quarterback. So we had this discussion ever since this kid rookie year. When has he failed? The only time this kid has failed is when the team has failed around him. I, even Aaron Rodgers couldn't pick up receivers by committee. All right? So this kid is there. He is who he is, and that's a winner and a leader of men. Now both owners have said that he's your future. Uh, yeah, and you were a little slow a year or so ago about signing him. Now it is caught up with us. But uh, he's, he's under contract for this year at $31.4 million. It's time to rock and roll and have some fun. Dak is who he is, a leader of men. What do you think? Uh, you know, you, you hear the quarterbacks talking, and Roman might even said it too, that by the time a quarterback really gets the game mentally, his body starts breaking down. And, you know, it's, it just takes so long to get that quarterback position that they just get too old. But Dak got such a young start he's been off to a fast start do you think now he's ready mentally to take that next step that he's he's there now even with the new what, coaching staff nah that's just which, tony, yeah that's, that's just tony, tony talk that's tony, that's tony, tony talking, talking. That's yeah that's tony <laughs> tony talking that ain't that ain't you got a boy you got you got a guy in tampa that's 80 8500 years old Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers didn't start till he was about 27 20 what 24 25 before yeah. he started that's okay, Tony that's Tony talking, man. I love Tony. That's my boy, but no, sir. No, <laughs> no. sir. You got too many no. quarterbacks that have had success. Look at Drew Brees. There's too many quarterbacks that have had success and still balling at old man age. Yeah, yeah no. Nah. That I mean, you got you got guys yeah. like Ben Roethlisberger. You got Phillip Rivers. You got Drew Brees. You got come on. The list goes yeah, on and yeah, yeah, on. It, I mean, but it no. took them a while to learn the game mentally. What I'm saying is, is. Dak there now. Is he at that point now where he's – Yes. Y'all come, you know, yeah. yeah. Like this – you at this point in time of the game, uh, you've seen, you know, and, and, and he didn't sit long. He didn't sit long and had to wait. So he was kind of thrusted into this, into this situation. So, you know, you've seen 85 to 90% of what defenses look like. You've seen a couple defensive coordinators and def- defensive specialists a couple times now. So th- there aren't so many things. The players change, but a cover two is a cover two. A cover four is a cover four. Quarters is quarters. Halves is halves. You know, what, robber is robber. Those things don't change. And you've seen the game enough times over and over and over again as a quarterback. Think about it. Nobody on this football team, on this current roster, has more reps reps game reps no one no one has more game reps than Dak Prescott no one no one there's no one on this offensive roster who has had actual starting game he plays every single down on offense every time he walks out there Ford's marking out there so he's getting a chance to see it every single play he gets all the reps in practice he gets all the reps in the games 
You know what I'm saying? He gets all the attention in meetings. He gets all the attention in individual meetings. He gets all the attention in position meetings. So this is a guy who whose everything is predicated for him. He's seen year five. You've seen enough reps. This is this is you're you're not nothing that you're going to see as far as coverages is going to be like, well, I've never seen that before. You've got enough reps in to know what you're going up against, especially against the, those those teams who've had some of the same kind of coaches on staff. And they may they may trick you once or twice a game, but you'll say, okay, I got that. Right. You, you, yeah, you just shrug that off, and you just hope at that one time it wasn't an interception or it wasn't a fumble. You know, you say, okay, yeah, you you had your shot at me. Now you won't get it again. But that's and the chess this, match of yeah. football. Yeah. And, All right. I'm ready, I'm ready to see Dak shrug off Aaron Donald. Yeah, well, the thing, the, the thing is, like Jesse said, <laughs> like Jesse said, you're going to have players that's going to change the game. Right. Yeah. Aaron Donald can change the game because it ain't Dak against Aaron Donald. It's, Dak, it's Aaron Donald against Joe Williams. Looney. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know that, that can't control Man, that. Worse, Jesse. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> the, the thing, the thing. When I when I think of Dak, for, for my personal deal, yeah, you know, I don't get into the contracts. People get mad at me when I do my regular radio show. Oh man, you don't ever want to talk about the contract. No, I don't. If Dak was raising sand and he was going back and forth with ownership. That gives us every right to just go back and forth and have fun with it. But here's a guy, mother's passed away, brother's passed away, coronavirus. What did he do? He put a 55-yard football field in his backyard and said, hey, man, let's go play football. Is that a guy that's worried about a contract? Even though inside, as a human being, that's nature. But his outward look is like, man, I'm just here to ball. I'm here for the Dallas Cowboys. And so – if this thing don't get done, it don't get done. But I don't know who's your, I don't know who's your next savior. We brought up uh, Aaron Donald. Let's get into some Aaron Donald talk. Also, Jalen Ramsey just signed. Jalen Ramsey is rich. He's borderline wealthy. <laughs> like this man just signed a deal, the most highly paid defensive back in the history of the NFL. Let's get into what this Cowboys offense is going to be looking at on that Rams defense when they travel out to L.A. this weekend. All of that and so much more when we come back on Hanging with the Boys. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox Boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And Otterbox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. 
We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets. Plus, tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek, let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Kurt, go. Oh, did we lose Shannon? Go. Oh, hey. Shannon's not getting the word. So apparently Shannon is off doing God knows what right now. So, hey, we're back. (laughs) <laughs> At least three of us are back, and we want to talk a little Rams defense. We've all been uh, – we, we know who's circled on this. We know who's who's the heart of the matter. How are we going to stop him? How do we stop him? How do we stop Aaron Donald? Here, here's the funny thing about this when you look, look at these two teams, and specifically for the Rams. Just like – I talked about this yesterday, Nate, talking about being on even playing fields and about – we got new coaches. Yes, Sean McVay is a mainstay there, but their defensive coordinator, their offensive coordinator, their special team coach, all brand new to their football team. Remember, they had Wade Phillips last year. Yes. Who, who kind of knew, you know, Jason Garrett a little bit, you know, familiar. But look at a guy like Brandon Staley, who is the new defensive coordinator. They're going to be in that 3-4. And so what you're going to look at is you're going to look at a lot of Aaron Donald face up over the, over the center eating up two blocks. But this is a defensive coordinator who's had the likes of Von Miller because he's a, he's a, Vic, a, a, Vic, Vangio, uh, a Vic Fangio disciple. So he was with him in Chicago. He had Khalil Mack. He was with him in Denver. He had Von Miller. So now look at to what those guys have been able to do with their edge rushers. And not having Lyle Collins, yes, we're focused on the, the beast and the monster in the middle in Aaron Donald. But these, th- this coach has been one who has looked at how can I get my edge rushers off. So they're going to eat up the inside, but they're also going to focus on we're going to bring some pressure to Dak off the edges. And they're going to use different styles and different players to attack that right tackle position because it's going to be a lot of one-on-one. It's going to be a lot of one-on-one because you got to you got to dedicate two guys that center and that guard or somebody got to help out with Aaron Donald in the middle, especially starting off with the, you know, uh with Joe Looney at center. That was well, going to be kind of my question is if you've got to help out Cam Irving on the right tackle, how do you help out Connor Williams in the middle? It is schemes and things that you have to do is uh everybody's involved in this. You know, the the quarterbacks, the wide receivers. It's all about timing. You open the game up with quick passing, but as the game goes on, you have to get into your intermediate routes and into into your longer balls. But 
it, it's just a rhythm thing. I mean, on, on how you're going to handle these guys. And I think that they will have Mark, Michael Brockers and uh, Aaron Donald at the, at the two defensive end positions. And then they'll have Sebastian Day as, as that middle guy. But what they'll do is they go, they go all – everybody always talk about the 3-4. What it does is give you better linebacking play. But they're going to slide Aaron Donald over one of them guards. That's what they're going to do. They're going to get a reduced look, bring that defensive end down on one of those guards. Then they're going to bring an outside linebacker and put him as a stand-up defensive end. And that's how they're going to attack you if you, can, if you cannot run the ball. The way to defeat the 3-4 is you have to. You have to be able to run the ball because what a 3-4 does is you look at how the Steelers of the past have always done it is they stop you early, early on the run so they can always have those four or five guys coming at you. It's same with uh, Wade Phillips. So uh, this is a funny situation whereas the guy that has to grow the most is Connor Williams. Connor, Connor Williams has to be a full-grown Bulldog this year, you know we got to we we don't weaned him off that milk and now he's got to eat straight meat because this is a, <laughs> I'm sorry that just sound right he got to be a, you know eat big dog food I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry but you get what I'm saying Jesse you get what yeah. I'm saying Kurt this this, and, and, this thing is big man and also in your run packages Nate you can use things like. You know, the wham plays where you kind of let some of those guys rush up field and come across and, and, and wham. Oh, yeah. Do some counter running. Do some things where you're now, you know, starting one way and coming back the other so that now those guys can start one way and come back in the blocks. I don't think the Cowboys will be able to win that. We're just going to line up and smash you, you know, come at you forward. I don't think the Cowboys can win that battle. I think now being able to use those, sometimes seeing those two running backs in the backfield and now you know they got to make a decision on how things are going to go get to those edges um I, I said this a lot last year coming out in this game starting quick get some no huddle offense get those guys breathing heavy get those guys you know kind of having to work at a faster place just because we have some you know new coaches defensively they have some new coaches as well so their communication their uh, uh their their personnel getting guys in and out the game they are liable to have some me- some mess ups too so if we can speed the game up on that defense a little bit now you get those guys you know out of breath you get them a little bit of rotation because just like us you know they a lot of these guys are still working their way back into condition <clears throat> So if you can come out early, get get them on their heels, you be attacking them, run some counters, run some whams, get some things on the outside, quick passes, speed the tempo up, and then make them have to react to you instead of you reacting to them, and now you have them on their heels. What do do you guys as former players, what do you think position-wise is is at the the biggest, I guess, disadvantage for not having – preseason games and not being able to to run at game speed and have that contact what position do you think we're going to notice the most is it is it defensive line because they haven't really been able to go all out is it offensive line because they haven't been able to absorb those hits is it your dbs like who do you think we're going to notice the you know the biggest disadvantage on the field i'm with jesse if you come out and dictate tempo offensively you can you can wear i don't care ain't nobody defense that good if you can dictate tempo, and you, just understand, these guys, majority have been in the league at least four years. So they've been removed from college at least four years. So they ain't used to practicing and going straight to a game. 
Now we wham Brockers. We wham uh, Aaron Donald. We wham the big guy, Sebastian Day in the middle, and, and, and keep tempo. You know, our offensive line will catch their breath before their defensive line can, I promise. Because they're going to be trying to shuffle in and out. And, boy, like I tell people a lot of time, when I used to play defense, I used to be like, hey, man, I'd rather just stand out here than run them 35 yards to the <laughs> sideline. Okay? So, you know, and try to catch your breath. I, just that, oh, man. And don't, don't think all the smart offensive coordinators are thinking just like what Jesse presented to, to you people out there that's listening. Dictate tempo. Offensively, mm-hmm. you don't worry about offensive line getting tired because if they can run the ball and sprinkle in pass, you kill them. You kill them. Do you think because there wasn't a preseason, we'll see a little bit of a scaled down offense, or will it be full go? Not for not not for the Cowboys. It shouldn't be not for New Orleans, not for uh, Kansas City. The teams that have been there with their core players. Uh, especially offense, it's like four or five teams that got an advantage. The 49ers, the New Orleans Saints, the Dallas Cowboys, people that know their offenses and their the personnel hasn't changed that much. Right. They they got advantage, especially if they can get tempo going. And to answer your, answer your question, Shannon, I think the secondary, the biggest thing about the secondary is not necessarily about you know conditioning-wise. It's the communication. And being able to communicate when things are live, and you don't have that advantage, you know, not having the preseason games and however you're going to run through it in practice. When you get into those real life situations and the and, and, and the and the bullets are real, and you know it ain't no blow the whistle, come back, line up, do it again. I think that that's the biggest part of getting that communication out, especially when you you know for for the Cowboys and. You know, you call it eye candy or whatever you want. When teams start that motion, whether it's, you know, a zip or a zag or an orbit motion, and you start, you start shifting and changing different things, that's when that defense has to make all these different calls and, and change and, oh, no, we shifted. And that's when you can catch them out of, uh, out of position and hit them for a big play because when you're shifting and changing, especially because there's nothing that they can see. They haven't seen anything. Practices haven't been recorded and, and put out there. Preseason games hasn't been recorded and put out there. So early on, there's nothing that they will be able to really see and key on and go off of. You start shifting in motion and all that kind of stuff, you can catch that secondary in their shifts and trying to change coverage and all that kind of stuff and somebody blow a coverage. You, you, I'm expecting, that personally, bad football for a couple of weeks. I'm expecting... <laughs> I am I, like tackling. I think tackling is going to be a big issue the first few weeks, just because a lot of teams, Cowboys being one of them, didn't really have live tackling in their practices. Um, mm-hmm. The Rams reportedly did have tackling drills during camp. As former players, how big of a difference does full contact practices with tackling? How big of a difference is that going to make? And and are y'all like me? Do you expect to see bad football for a few weeks? Well. You got to understand, even when we had preseason games, we had to wait two or three games for teams to get themselves into football shape. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it would, the reason I think it would escalate maybe 10 to 20% more, Jesse, you can disagree here if you feel, is that you talking about the soreness that you truly going to feel after that, especially a physical game, whereas the Rams are going to try to be physical with our offensive line and vice versa. After that game, brother, they're going to have to have uh, – 
ice tubs on the plane. So that man would get one of Jared <laughs> B-52 bombers and just put ice tubs. <laughs> because for the first two or three weeks, man, it's going to be some physical football because coaches are going to be trying to get a jump on the rest of the league. I think how you start this year can mean a lot. I mean, it, it may not be the, the, the telltale for every team, but how you start this year can mean a lot for momentum. And if you can get through these first four or five weeks without a major injury, because your immune system is going to drop. And the way they talk about this COVID supposed to come back, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But you don't want to be beat down to the point where you, you get sick or something. So you got to take care of yourself after, after each and every game. You, you know, if you're a young guy, you can be, I'm going to shrug this off. Uh-uh. Go see that trainer <laughs> and get yourself healthy. Because that, that is – C.D. Lamb will be more adjusted to this than us. The young guys, the rookies will be more adjusted because they're used to going, boom, even though it's not against grown men that they're going to be playing against, they're used to just going straight into a game. Of this ilk. Do you think and, that, you know, you talk about there being bad foot to, football to begin with. Do you think that because of that, maybe, maybe the offense may flow more through Zeke? You said earlier that the Cowboys, are to, to battle the Rams front, they're going to have to establish a running game. Because the passing game is maybe more complicated, do you think Zeke will have a bigger role in the early stages of the season? I don't think so because uh, what, I, what I think is, you, you got a coach that is allowing his offensive coordinator with a little bit of input from himself in situations to run this offense. So they, they can do whatever they want. You know, once they find a rhythm, and I hope it don't take a quarter or a quarter and a half because that will favor the defense then. But if they can come out there and find a rhythm and get some scores early, then all of a sudden they dictate everything. And so now you can do what you want. You don't have to really open up a game with Zeke running the ball because the threat of the pay action pass with him is just as great as him running the ball as long as you complete the passes early. Yeah, uh, Jalen Rams is just, you know, $23 million strong per year here. I, I, I'm thinking he's trying to shut down one side of the field, but we can <laughs> double move him and ham him, him up. <laughs> they have him, you know what I'm saying? What you think, Jess? What you think, Jess? I, I think this team is going to come out firing on all cylinders. I, I think they're, they're going to throw caution to the wind. If you, heard Mike, if you heard Mike McCarthy in his presser today, you know, he talked about it. He said, you know, he looked at the way the Cowboys, how they started strong this year, and then they had those bad, they had those bad downs. They had some good ups, but they had really bad downs. And it's going to be imperative with to what Shannon was saying that there's going to be some ugly football early on. You can't be in that category. Like, you can't Thank you. lose early games in the season because you're going to need them come late in the season when guys are beat up. I think injuries are going to be at an all-time high this year. So it, it will behoove you not to lose early football games uh, 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 because they're going to come back, you know, whether that be for the division or for home field advantage or whatever it may be later on in the year. So I think they're going to come out firing on all cylinders. Mike McCarthy, like, say what you want about Freaky Mike. If you play in this league or coach You're talking about Michael Irvin or Coach McCarthy? Both. Okay. Both. <laughs> Both. Okay. If you play in this league, there's an ego about you. There, there's, a, there's, a, there's a little bit of, little, as Coach Gary said, a little ish in your neck about you. You can't be in this league if it's not. 
And you think <clears throat> Mike McCarthy being off of year, being fired, that he's not waiting. He's chomping at the bits himself to get back out there to show that, you know what? You know, what they did to me in Green Bay was, 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 was bad. I shouldn't have been fired. But now that I'm back, now that I'm here, I'm getting ready to show the league why I won the Super Bowl in 2010 and why I'm one of the best coaches in the league. I, so he's going to be chomping at the bits as well. And I think this team is going to just come out firing all, on all cylinders and really try to come out there and put their stamp uh, on it and let the, put the league on notice. The Dallas Cowboys of old is gone. The new way and the new things of the Dallas Cowboys are here. And it's led by me, Sir Frank, Sir Freaky Mike. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> he's going to say this thing is being led by me, the old Cowboys who are front runners and who couldn't finish games and who were predictable. Get that out your head. Get that out your mind. It's a new look. It's a new day. And he's going to show it Sunday night, prime time for the world to see Freaky Mike is in the building. Let's hey, talk about Shannon. Yeah, go ahead. Shannon's Shannon. got him going to the Super Bowl. Shannon, we got we got uh we got like twelve minutes left. Hey, Jesse, let's just let me, you, and Kurt talk. All right. You want to? Hey, you want Jesse? <laughs> Jesse's mic. Hey, you want you want uh, you want you want Jesse's mic to magically stop working again like it did? Oh uh, no! When we come back from the just break. Tease, just teasing, man. He bring, he bringing it. He bringing it, bro. He is bringing it. Grace. Hey, hey that's, no. a good, that's, all I want. that's a good point. Let's take our last break. When we come back, that's something we haven't really talked about is right. the mentality of this team because we, we haven't been able to be in the building. So, you know, being around the guys, you have. the coaches, I have not. Not really. I mean, a couple of days, but you're not, you're not around the players. You're not eating lunch with those guys. You're not in the locker room. So, the vibe, you don't really know, you know, what's going on, how the players are thinking, what this coaching staff is is mentally how they're preparing them i want to get y'all's thoughts uh if you've heard anything about what the guys are thinking what the mental state of this team is going to be with the new coaching staff coming in heading into the season and we might have a couple of things that we'll let jesse talk about when we come back on hanging with the boys Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time again for tailgating with the Otterbox boys. Otterbox, the company that builds wildly overproductive phone cases? The one and only. But cases are just the start. Otterbox is the official outfitter of tailgating. If they can keep my phone safe, what can they do for my parking lot party? How about protecting your beverages from suboptimal drinking temperatures with their Elevation Tumblers? And Otterbox Elevation Tumblers come in three sizes. A 10-ouncer, a 20-ouncer, and even a 64-ounce growler. Check out all the colors and sizes of their Elevation Tumblers at otterbox.com. It's football season, and when you're tailgating with your friends and your family, you want the best meat on your grill. Pettigene Meats makes the best hot dogs, the Pettigene Griller, or the all-beef franks will score. To complete that tailgate meal, Pettigene Meats has hickory smoked sausage, hot links, Polish sausage, and the best hickory smoked bacon and ham around. Available at your local retailer. And a proud sponsor of the Dallas Cowboys. It's Pettigene Meats. Taste the difference. We can't wait to see the Cowboys back on the field, and we can't wait to pack AT&T Stadium to watch them play. When that time comes, SeatGeek is the place to get all of your tickets, plus tickets to the hundreds of games, concerts, rodeos, and other live events we'll all be able to enjoy again soon. Every SeatGeek purchase is protected by a buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. SeatGeek. Let's go. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? 
Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Kurt, did you know that you can invite Rowdy to your next event? Did you know that? I did not know that. Tell now me more. You do. Now you do. From watch parties to birthday parties, corporate <laughs> events, special deliveries, and more, Rowdy brings games, entertainment, and photo opportunities to all occasions. Visit DallasCowboys.com slash Rowdy to book your Rowdy appearance today. Yeah, you can hire that dude to, like, propose to your, to your Listen, girlfriend. Listen, you I for- ain't counting Rowdy pockets, but if you, happen to, if you just happen to stumble upon Google and see what Rowdy makes a year, ain't a bad living. Ain't a bad living. <laughs> Ain't for, bad living at all. For, for a dude yeah. that don't talk, and bad money. <laughs> and he's going to propose to your wife, your future wife. What are you going to do, just stand there and look at her? You, <laughs> you can bring the flowers. You know, Chris Beam is rowdy, though. Isn't Chris Beam rowdy? You weren't supposed Chris to say that, Beam Nate. No one's supposed right. to know who Beam no, who rowdy is. <laughs> well, Chris Beam is rowdy, ain't he? Oh. <laughs> All right, fellas, this last segment. Let we can't I'll afford take, Jesse. I, I might even do a striptease. Whoa, okay. You don't, you don't got, you don't got built like that again, Jesse. I'm telling you, I've been in, I've been working out in this quarantine, baby. I've been working out in this quarantine, baby. I, 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 might, I might have to make a reappearance out there, you know what I'm saying? Fourth and long part two, baby. Hey, as long as they ask you to run for more than 60 yards, you all right, huh? I, I'm good. I'm good for 60. I just, I'm, listen, I'm good for at least 77. If you want 78, I'm not your guy. <laughs> hey, I'll you, I tell bro. you what, you, bro. this COVID stuff has taken a lot of things to extremes. It's either made... It's made you a lot better or a lot worse. Like, there's going to be so many people that get married because of quarantine. There's going to be so many people that get divorced. There's going to be workout, workout demons that come out of this in shape. And then there's going to be people that just fell off the Look end of the couch. You can see it through the dress shirt, baby. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You can see it through the dress shirt. Shannon, you went to the extreme because you got, you know, got moved, hitched, and a baby right when the quarantine hit. Man, you you went from one extreme to the other. So, Uh, yeah, anybody's got it. Why not? You know what? My whole life is nothing but extremes. Uh, If I go in, I'm all in, man. I'm all in. (laughs) You you found out one thing, Shannon, that natural air fresheners never beat opening windows, right? You don't get the daddy joke, baby, baby poop. Okay, all right. That's that was the daddy joke for the day. See, that's why they gonna cancel our show. And that's why they ain't no good. That's why they ain't no good, Jess. No daddy jokes. No daddy yeah. jokes. We're gonna be out of here. Oh, that was a grandpa. Derek just tuned in and heard that daddy joke. Now he's like, I gotta get this guy off the air. That was a grandpa joke. <laughs> hey, right, I, I, I had a joke. That's a reality though. Not but go ahead on. What are we talking about here, fellas? I, I, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, okay, okay, my bad. Let's talk a little football for the last yeah. few minutes of the show. 
What have you guys heard? Like I said, you know, we, Kurt and I have not been in the building. Obviously, you guys haven't really been in the building either. Have you heard of anything from your contacts and your, your, you know, you're tuned in and you plugged into the team about the mentality or about the messages? You know, we used to walk into the star and there were, there were signs everywhere and, and it was about the team, the team, the team and fight and all this messaging. We haven't been around the building to, to see what what the messages are and how the players are receiving those. Have you heard anything about what's going on like off the field with this coaching staff and, and these players? Uh, what I what I know is uh and maybe it's because there there's a new coach in town or new sheriff as everybody was saying town, but those practices are much more upbeat and intense, and I've seen this. And uh, there's no music, you know, where everybody would, uh, 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 no, pay attention to this right here, Clinton, ha-ha, dicks. I mean, I'm just using them as an example, because if you don't, you'll be out of here. You know, guys are, why are you doing that, Jesse? Why are you doing Because <laughs> clearly he wasn't paying attention. <laughs> but I'm just saying, these guys, and Chris Beam, I tell you, he's been to every practice. These guys are more tentative. They don't, they don't, they don't play around, and maybe because it's a new voice, you know, it, you know, uh, it's not a lot of talking back, a lot of uh, what do you think the coach says, the player does, or uh, the player tries to do. So I don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but I know what was going on out there, and I love the fact that their quarterbacks, each one of them, during training camp, before practice, and, and, and in their warmups, had a chance to run their offense. You know, and the other quarterbacks had a chance to be receivers. It's it's a difference when you at the helm and you are at the, those positions and you're seeing how it's supposed to be. And you you get a look from both ends. Of, yes, it's not a game. Uh, it's not a high intense practice, but to see that and to feel that gives you a, a little bit more knowledge of how the offense is ran. And that's the only thing I got from you. Nice. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, you look good in your shirt. I mean, say something Thank besides you. flexing your you muscles. You just told me to shut up. Now I shut up and give you a time to talk. Now you want to talk some more. Yeah, talk. Because like, Kirk ain't going to say nothing. Kirk, you saw Kirk when you laughing. Kurt started laughing. Shannon asked you guys. He didn't throw me questions at all. I love how when it gets quiet, Kurt gets always gets nervous. And he'll give you a little <laughs> He goes, it gets quiet, and Kurt's like, uh oh, there's dead air. And he goes, nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I was trying to react. I didn't want to just leave Nate hanging. I apologize. <laughs> nice. Hey, man. Hey. Hey, let me say this right quick. Like, I like, I like Chris Beam's setup. You see, they got a big old head of Zeke. And who is the other uh, big head of? Dak. <laughs> Of Dak, but why they tried to make Zeke head smaller than Dak and Zeke head still bigger? And then you see where they obviously tried to make it look small. <laughs> but anyway, Jesse, you're looking good, brother. Thank you, man. You're looking good. <laughs> Thank you. Look how he Jesse, tried to buff up his chest. Have you heard any whispers out of the star? It, professionalism. That's the biggest thing about this team. Uh, they're going about it at a very, very professional way. Uh, yes. Remember when I talked with, with, uh, with Coach McCarthy back in, what was that, March or May or whatever it was, and he talked about, you know, 
just the different level of accountability and respect. Uh, and, and you see it, you see it, and you hear it through the little whispers about it. They're going about this in a more professional way. Guys aren't just given those spots anymore. And every single day, you don't have to show up in practice and still be able to keep your spot. Guys are having to go out there daily, daily. And that's not just on the practice field. That's in the meeting room. That's in the weight room. That's in the cafeteria. Guys are having to go out every single day and prove that they're worthy of that position. And, and it's the, the level of competition, to Nate's point, has gone up. Guys are competing. Intensity has risen. Uh, you can't just go out there now and think, oh, because I, I started here last year, this is going to be my spot. Nah, because this coach staff, they ain't with that. And they're saying, no, you're going to have to earn it every single day, every single week. And if you think just because you played there this week that I won't replace you next week, you have a, you're sadly mistaken. You got another thing coming. And so that's the biggest thing that I've, I've, I've heard from a, it's just a level of professionalism that's been, that's been going on in practice that it, that it hadn't been in the past. And what it says is we don't have captains for 16 weeks. We have captains every week. Somebody may come out and lift their game and practice that week, and you get Darn to it. be a captain. I like that because Coach Johnson used to do that. Earn to be the captain. Let guys look at you and see through your leadership of being a good practice player and doing what's right uh, on and off the field each week gives you that ability to be a captain. Because I was a captain like eight or nine times every season because I was show sure lobbying. That's how jo- I didn't know that's how Johnson did it. He would pick captains differently. Every week. Every week, my friend. Yes, sir. And like I said, I was guaranteed to get me four or five weeks. I was like, Coach, I'm playing a big game this week, man. I got Jerome Brown. Let me be the captain, dog. <laughs> well, fellas, we are, we are up against it. Before we go, I got a message for all of our listeners out there. This is for whoever stole my copy of Microsoft Office. I will find you and find out who did it. You have my word. You have my word. I hear you. Did you I get hear it? You, bro. That was my dad joke for the day. Microsoft oh Office. My God, you bro. have my word. Oh my we're God! Can you go? Can we just go off air? Off air, man. Shut us down, Chris Beam. Shut us down, man. Hey, Nate. Thanks for bringing it, man. Jesse, go educate the youth of America. Do something valuable with your time instead of wasting it with us. Kurt, lifting weights. Nice. I might Kurt, rip my shirt. Nice. nice, nice, Kurt. Nice, Beam. Thanks for keeping nice, us on Kurt. the air. We will see y'all tomorrow, where we will talk about Cowboys defense, Rams offense, and so much more. Heading into this first game week of the season, you have been listening to Hanging with the Boys by Wing, brought to you by Wingstop. Nice. This nice. has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!